Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Friday episode of Flippin' Bats. We are smack dab in the middle of trade season, and we got a fun one coming. X-Factors, the last week of divisional X-Factors. We have NL West coming at you. We also got things that make you go, hmm. We got a lot of them. They're funny. Some of them are hysterical. That is going to be a blast of a segment. And tale of the tape between the Reds and the Dodgers, a good weekend series coming at you as well. This one is going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to it. Five ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And gone. What a game. What a moment. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you as well, Alex. Thank we are you. smack dab in the middle of trade season, as I said. One important thing that I think, full disclosure, complete honesty to everyone. Okay. We don't film these episodes at 1 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. These are pre-recorded <laughs> just a little bit. So we're doing this on Thursday. So if there's a big trade that happens Thursday night and we don't talk about it in this episode, don't get mad at us, okay? It's it, But it might happen. But the big news is, is we are going to be doing a live trade deadline show on Tuesday at 5.45 Eastern, 2.45 Pacific, leading right up to the, the 15 minutes leading up yeah. to the trade deadline cutoff when everything goes down and then things slowly start to trickle in after that. So that's going to be a fun one. Mark that on your calendar. Also a big thing are my biceps in this oh. shirt. Alex, okay, you guys, this is why he hasn't. Way. This is why he's holding the bat. This is why he's standing I mean, like come that. Come on. He doesn't forearms. work out. He's wearing a schmeedy. He doesn't work so out. He finally feels Just like throw he me under the bus. Buff. It was my job to work out for eight years of my life, and, and I don't work just, out every day, and, and Alex just, just gives me shit for it. Yeah, it's all right. It, that's why you wear schmediums, and then you look strong when you hold a baseball bat. I don't typically wear a schmedium. It's, uh -huh. just, it's a custom Team USA yeah. jersey. It's okay. great. Yep. Um, it last week of... X-Factors. Yeah, let's get to it. We're doing the NL West. Now, if you're new to this segment, uh, hopefully by now you're not since it's the last one that we're doing, we're talking about players. It could be a coach. It could be an entire staff on this team. Whoever is that X-Factor for this franchise that can make or break the season. All yes. Right? So let's get started with the Dodgers. Who is the Dodgers X-Factor? All right, first up, the leader, leaders of the mm -hmm. NL West, the Dodgers. The X-Factor for them for me, yep. for me, for them, yep. is Mookie Betts. He's kind of the ultimate X factor. You he can is. play him in right field. He can win a gold glove. You can play him at second base. He can be a great second baseman. You can even play him at shortstop, all while putting up MVP-type numbers mm -hmm. offensively at the plate. I mean, he's unbelievable. And what he brings to a team and an organization isn't just versatility. It's doing everything I just said at an elite level. You look up at the end of the year, and he's probably, every year, year in and year out, going to be at top five, top ten at minimum in the MVP voting, while also being able to play elite defense all around the field for you. He fits 
He fills so many holes for a team and a roster because of what he's able to do. Mookie Betts, ultimate X Factor, Dodgers. All-star Mookie Betts. All right, let's move on to the D-backs. Who is their X Factor? Arizona Diamondbacks. X Factor is Corbin Carroll. MVP CC, if you will. Trademark. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the reasoning. This Diamondbacks team is nowhere near as talented on paper as the Dodgers, right? And there are plenty of lineups out there that are better than the Diamondbacks. But if they can get a young rookie in Corbin Carroll that can produce as he has all year long and on pace for a, at minimum, 30-30 season, 30 homers, well over 30 stolen bases, I mean, he's producing like an MVP. And there was a while there where if it weren't for Ronald Acuna, Mm -hmm. he would have been the front runner for the MVP award and this lineup needs him because there's not that superstar, if you will. He he is. He is yeah. becoming that guy. He is that guy. But for this team to be any good, they need offensive production from Corbin Carroll like they have been getting all year. But the reason I say he's an X-factor, without him, this lineup doesn't have a ton of punch to it. He's been vital for them. All right, moving on to the, the sneaky team in the NOS this season, the Giants. So my Giants X-Factor, I went with Jock Peterson. The reason being, when Jock gets hot, Mm -hmm. it's almost like another level up. He gets so locked in, and he can be so streaky, whereas there can be be a two-week stretch where the guy doesn't get a hit. And then he can go on a two-week stretch where he hits 10 homers in that stretch. And with this Giants lineup, if you look down their lineup, one through nine, there's nobody that's going to jump out at you as, wow, that guy is going to be in the MVP conversation at the end of the year. That guy is, he's clearly their best player on the team. So you need a guy like Jock in a lineup who, by the way, comes with so much energy and passion to the field that I think that Giants team needs. They need his pop in the lineup. Obviously, if he's going well, it's going great, and so are the Giants. And if it's not, it can go in the opposite direction. But for me, it's... Jock Peterson. All right, moving on to the team in the NOS that is probably the most disappointing team in the National League this season, the San Diego Padres. Who is their X-Factor? Padres X-Factor. I'm going Xander Bogarts. Okay. Why, you ask? Yep. Well, I'll tell you. He just got paid $280 million, and he is not playing like a $280 million man. We haven't even talked about him when we're talking about the Padres this season. Well, there's been injuries. There's been underperformance. The only time that we legitimately were talking about Xander Bogarts was the first week or two of the year when he was unbelievable. And we were like, this team, if he's performing this way, is going to be the greatest team of all time. Yep. Well, here we are, end of July. They stink. Mm -hmm. You just need, need Xander to be healthy. You need him to play like he has. I mean... He's been a guy in his career that he's not going to hit you 40 homers a season, but he's going to hit well over 300. He's going to hit 300 every year for you. Yeah. And he's not that guy this year, and they need him to be that guy. I mean, there's the best player in the Padres infield this year has been Hassan Kim. Not Xander, not Manny Machado. It's, it's remarkable. Xander needs to get, Xander needs to play. Like he's getting paid $280 million. And if he does, this this is a completely different team and a completely different lineup. That's fair. All right, last team in the NL West, the Rockies. Who is their X Factor? 
The Rockies X Factor is the entire front office. Mm. I'll explain. Okay. One, what are you doing? Two, how dare you? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let's, let's step back a couple of years to when they traded away Nolan Arenado for nothing. Yep. And also gave the Cardinals $50 million Oof. along with it. What are you doing? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. I watch games. Oh, man, I watched a game the other day. We're going to talk a good bit about it in a little while and things that make you go, hmm. But honestly, the entire organization is a thing that makes you go, hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand some of the decisions that are made, the front office decisions that are made. You trade away Nolan Arenado, and you, you, hold, you ruin the Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado left side of your infield. And then, like, all of a sudden, just randomly go out and give a bunch of money to Chris Bryant. And it's like, I, who, what do you want to be? Who are you? What is this team? Nobody knows the answer yeah, to I that. Do I don't even either. think the front office knows. And that's why they're the X factor is come up with a plan. And you know what? I, I would honestly respect it more if their plan was, look, fans of our organization, <laughs> we have... We haven't known what we were doing for quite a while now. We're going to scrap everything, and we're going to go the route of the Astros and the Orioles. It's going to be a few years mm -hmm. at this point. I don't think any Rockies fan is expecting, like, all right, next year is our year. No, just come out and be like, we're going to tear it all down. We're going to start from scratch. We have, some exciting, we have some exciting young talent that has come up, but we're just going to start from scratch a little bit, draft from within, do things the right way, but but they don't do that. It's like they look like they're going to do that, but then they add Chris Bryant, who I don't know makes a, a hundred loss team, makes a hundred and ten loss team, a one hundred and five loss team. Like what? It, Chris Bryant's not making the Rockies a playoff team. So what are you doing? I don't know the answer, and the problem is I don't think the front office knows the answer. They're the only possible X factor for this team. Figure out what you are, what your team is, and what you want the organization to be. Stick to a plan and go with that plan. But don't, you're just all over the map. Pick something and stick with it. That's fair. Thank you. That rounds up our NOS X Factors and our entire league X Factors. Wow. I feel like we got through that quicker than... Time just, flies. Time flies. You're having fun. Wow. You should, <laughs> you should trademark that. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Let's move on to things that make you go, hmm. Okay. Because you know what? We have maybe the most we've ever had because it was a legendary week in be things week. that make you go, hmm. So yeah. let's get started with our first things that make you go, hmm. 
Joey Votto's legendary TV interview. Now, do we want to explain this first or just let the audience listen to I, it? I think what we do yeah. is we just play the interview. Okay, and let's, then we'll talk let's about it. let you guys experience this at home. Listen. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ballplayers. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right. But I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market Midwest ballplayers, just because we're not big city, just like you. Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star. Mr. National Television, ESPN star, with your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes, and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower, looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. I, <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw that yesterday. I haven't. Uh, that's That might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was. I uh, would put it on as the greatest baseball interview of all time. I sometimes get a little hyperbolic in the way I speak. And this is one of those examples. But that might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. It was on MLB Network with Christopher Mad Dog Russo. You got Alana Rizzo there. The whole thing, Joey Votto is a superstar. Oh, yeah. He is unbelievable. He's one of my favorite guests that I've ever had on the show. He, he, it was, it was awesome. Every single bit of that. Alex, when you first heard that yeah. and saw it, First reaction in your head, what was it? It's about damn time that a player talked to Mad Dog like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, there he is. And this is probably the one player that could do it, get a laugh out of him. Alana's reaction was also hilarious, just shook by the whole situation. But I was like crying laughing watching this when it came out. So I, when I first watched it, the beginning of it, I was like, oh. And then as it went on, I there in my head, I was just like, this has to be uh, like, he's, this is a joke. Like he has to be joking with him. But I, and then you see Alana's reaction yeah. in the background and she's just like, Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I, I, it was friendly. It. it was, it was a friendly burn I think, and I, I it, love it so much. I think it was friendly. Everyone enjoyed it. It was beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. It was beautiful. I mean, he's whatever he whatever he does after his baseball career, he's going to be in media somehow, but you know what he said? His lifelong dream is what? when he's done with his baseball career What is to be a bus driver. No. Yeah. Is he serious? That's he's, gotta be a no, joke. He's serious. That has he's to be gonna a joke. Be a, he's absolutely going to be a bus driver. Maybe a bus driver for like a team, like a team bus driver or like a <laughs> rock band. Like that would make more sense being on the road with like some sort of like crazy entertainer. Your your perfectly quaffed hair. <laughs> yeah. What a legend. That was incredible. We need shout him on out, TV. Please get into media. Shout out Joey Votto for Please get into media after your career, Joey Votto, yeah. because we, we need more of that. Yes. Okay, well, let's move on to his teammate in our next things that make you go, hmm. Ellie De La Cruz homers out of the stadium. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. So the best part of all of this 
obviously the homer. It's great. They said it went, I think it was 456 feet or something like that. I think that's a mistake. I think it was 500. Over the SUV? Over the SUV, out of the stadium in Milwaukee. The best part of this is that in his first at bat of the day, Ellie hit a ball that absolutely would have gotten out, and it was robbed. Robbed a homer. The Brewers robbed the homer in the outfield, okay? That's his first at bat. Comes back up for his second at bat, and the scoreboard has up there almost hit. It was a player trivia, like the fun fact. Yeah. Almost hit a home run in the first inning, dot, 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 but didn't. And then he proceeded to hit a 456-foot home run that passed right by the scoreboard on its way out of the stadium. Incredible. And then the very I think it was the next day, the next game, his first at bat, he struck out. And the scoreboard they put back up there, basically just the fun fact. We learned our lesson. We learned our lesson. No further comments at this time. Oh, it was so good. All right, on to our next things that make you go, hmm. The Braves' unorthodox triple play. Yeah. Braves, Red Sox, uh, fly ball to center field. What ends up, I don't know the exact numbers here. Let me try and figure it out in my head. Fly ball to center, so that's eight with the put out. Eight to first base. Eight, three, five, triple play. This base running was like, Alex, you know this. I'm a big MLB The Show player. Yep. This base running was something straight out of MLB The Show. (laughs) Where somebody's like, I'm going to go this way. Oh, no, I messed up. Okay, but I'm going to go now this way. I don't know what the Red Sox were doing here. All I know is that the Braves ended up with a triple play that you don't often see. Fly ball to center, gets the force out back at first base. The runner on second base decided to tag up and run to third when the outfielder threw it to first, and then he got tagged out at third for what was just ultimately a very, very bad base running I'm being told it was the second 8-3-5 triple play in baseball history. Wow. The last one was 1884. I want to know how people know that. Like... How I want to know, like, who was it? Who was out there when Bullet Turkey Trot Dingleberry was playing for the Boston Bean Eaters back in against the Providence Grays in 1880 something? It's in the books. You're a big history guy. I am, but I just like who I I just it's fascinating to me that we can sit here on July 28th. 2023, see that triple play and no, uh, yep, last time the Boston Bean Eaters. Only the second time. Yep, only second yeah. time. Crazy. It's like, what? How do we know that? Yeah. Stats, man. Crazy. History. Crazy. <laughs> Get a lot of history. It's great. <laughs> next one. All right, let's move on to our next things that make you go, hmm, yeah. Kike Hernandez dancing in the Dodgers dugout. He is back in LA and loving it. Yeah, the Dodgers need this. Uh, oh, oh, Not that they oh, don't, they're, oh. they're great. <laughs> But actually, I would say Kike needs this. Kike hadn't been having a very good year, but he's now back where he's back home. He's back home. He's back home. I believe he said that. He did. And his first entrance back into the dugout, he just dances out there. He starts twerking a little bit. There's towels waving. It was great. That was great. I loved it. It's the energy they need. I think both in the dugout and for him, as you mentioned, this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. On to our next things that make you go. All right, all right, all right, all right. 
<laughs> on to our next things that make you go, hmm. Perdomo drills Manny Machado. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts here. Okay, share. So, Angel Perdomo of the Pirates drills Manny Machado in the back, clearly intentional, with yeah. a 98 mile an hour fastball. After Juan Soto hit an absolute tank and I guess watched it a little bit, walked a little bit, mm -hmm. which whatever I'm, you know, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, so here's kind of my thoughts. Baseball has always had its way of policing itself. Yeah. Right. So one, if you felt like what Juan Soto did was so egregious that you needed to hit the next batter and really teach the team a lesson. Fine. That's you policing the game yourself. Now, was it? No, I don't think Juan Soto was showing him up. I think he hit a homer. So maybe Perdomo here is upset he gave up a homer, to which I would say, make a better pitch. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to, you, none of this would have to happen. Now, what I also don't like is that he got suspended for this. I think. It's intentional, though, and it yeah. was high enough to where that can hurt someone. That can really hurt someone. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've just I, – I, baseball is a game that polices itself. It was done. It was over. He felt like Juan Soto showed him up and did too much. I would disagree. I think pretty much everybody that watches or knows anything about baseball would disagree, except yeah. for Perdomo. So he decided to throw at him. Now, I will say – if you are going to throw at somebody, you hit him between the numbers in the back. That's where you do it. He didn't throw at his head. I, I disagree with him doing it. I think it was ridiculous. I think Juan Soto hit an absolute bomb and absolutely should have walked out of yeah. the box. That was his your bat. fault. Yeah, and you made a bad pitch. Don't take it out on Manny Machado. It's not no. like, you know, where I do think, I, I guess I'm old school in a sense of like, I, I don't think like throwing at a batter, I, I think that, can be part of the game. I think it's a way that baseball has always policed itself. There's ways to do it. Do not throw at somebody's head ever, no. ever, ever. But you know, like protecting your teammate, let's say, let's say somebody slides into second yeah, cleats different. up. Different. Okay. That's different. Yeah, this this is, was this, like, you must I, I agree. Stop getting frustrated. I completely agree like, with that. Yeah. Just be better. I completely agree. This is, this different is on situation. You. No one of, else. Of, of, uh, yeah. Runner goes cleats up into your That's teammate. Different. That I agree with. I agree. What I'm yeah. saying I disagree with is him getting suspended for it. Well, you can't pick and choose, and they don't. I get now just everybody gets suspended if you view it as intentional. That would never used to be the case. I but I completely agree. This was a ridiculous yeah. situation to hit Manny Machado no. just because you made a bad pitch and gave up a bomb. Ridiculous. Yeah. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault. Let's move on. All <laughs> right. Our next things that make you go, hmm, another your fault. Rockies manager blew it against the Nationals. Yep. A lot of thoughts here. Mm -hmm. A lot of thoughts. Let's I go. was locked in, locked in on Rockies Nationals, just as everybody was bright and early in the morning. Bottom of the ninth comes along. Rockies have a four to one lead heading to the bottom of the ninth. In comes Daniel Bard. Who, by the way, fun fact, Daniel Bard was the third best reliever in baseball last year. Also a fact, Daniel Bard has gone through a very bad case of the yips in mm -hmm. his career, and it's been quite the battle back from that. Then we saw him in the World Baseball Classic hitting Altuve, and the, the yips came back, and it was yeah. very bad. 
but he's back on the mound and he clearly lost his command here. So let me just first read you my tweet okay. at the end of that game. I know not a ton of people are locked in on the Rockies Nationals game, but I'm shocked at what I just saw. Daniel Bard came in bottom of the ninth in a four to one game. The command was clearly a problem. Lots of walks and some hit by pitches there as well. Got a big out to make it four to three with second and third, two outs. All right. So just put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Second and third, two outs in a one run ball game in the bottom of the ninth. With first base open, they decide to intentionally walk the batter. That's just preposterous to me when Bard was having the command issues that he was having. Ended up walking the next guy and thus walking in the tying run and getting pulled from the game. The next batter ended up walking it off. Rockies lose. Nationals win. So why would you? I can't fathom this. It doesn't make sense. It actually pisses me off. Why would you intentionally walk the bases loaded with a pitcher that is having command issues as bad as he was? It's ridiculous. There's not a world in which this is the right play. And I, I don't know if we're getting too caught up in like the analytics of it. Like, mm -hmm. okay, this, this next guy's numbers are much worse against Bard. I don't care. This is why I think at some point, sometimes we get too far away from the field test in baseball and just having two eyeballs that are looking at the game saying, this guy can't throw a strike. Why would I put more pressure on him yeah. to throw strikes by literally not giving him any leeway? If you just let him face that next batter, all you need is an out and the game is over. Instead, you walk him and give him no wiggle room, and next thing you know, he walks that next guy, game's tied, and the next batter walks it off. It's ridiculous to me. I can't fathom it. It is dumb baseball. Dumb baseball. I'm with you. God, I, it, I was pissed off. Yeah, especially... Bottom of the ninth, that close of a game, as you mentioned, pitcher having command issues. There, there's so many situations as to why not to do it when just one of them could have been the reason not to intentionally walk to load the bases. It makes me so mad. One run game, two outs. Yeah, it's one, just it's frustrating. It one makes me mad for Daniel Bard, who clearly has gone through a lot in his career. Yeah. The incredible comeback after dealing with the yips, but obviously. He st it still comes out a little. We saw it in the World Baseball Classic. Mm -hmm. We saw it the other day. He completely lost his command. So as a guy that has gone through the yips in my lifetime, it eats you alive. It's very difficult. Why are you putting him in that situation? It's so frustrating. His stuff is good. Yeah. So odds are that guy's not going to get a hit. The odds said he's either going to walk that guy or get out of the game in the game. Mm -hmm. So why not let him pitch to that guy? If he walks him, take him out then. Then it's four to three with the bases loaded and you have a new pitcher capable of ending the game. Everything was done completely backwards and it's just more of what I said earlier in the show with yeah, the X factors. Front office the front doesn't office. know what they're doing. What are What is everybody doing? Yeah. What's everybody doing? Yeah. We need to move on because I could talk about we this do. for okay. hours. This one's fun. We're we're uh we're switching gonna have the vibe. Fun. We're switching the vibe on okay. our next things that make you go, hmm, yeah, okay. Anthony Rizzo changes his walk-up song to a Taylor Swift song and then goes four for four. 
You know, Alex, sometimes you just need to change things up <clears throat> to help you get out of a slump. Sometimes you just need to shake it off. <laughs> I want to be mad at you, but I really like that. And I wish I had thought about that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, that you. was good. I'll, I'll be at her concert in a couple of weeks. His, uh, his quote about it, Taylor Swift, it's her summer, really. She's helping the economy in every city she goes to. <laughs> she really is. So he decided to make her make her song, his walkout song, and ended up yeah. changing things Are you up. ready for it? I've, um, I've told you this. That's actually a good one. Sometimes you just need to... To change things up. I told you the story about a teammate of mine that was in like an 0 for 20 stretch and showed up the next day in a pink thong. Yep. Okay. You just got to change things <laughs> whatever up. Whatever it takes. Pink thong, Taylor Swift song. You know, you just got to. Oh my God, stop. Whatever you need to do. I, I love how many like professional athletes we've seen either going to Taylor Swift shows. Like we saw Aaron Rodgers at the one in New York. Yep. Travis Kelsey just came out. The Chiefs tight end Super Bowl champ said that. He tried to reach out to her and give her one of the friendship bracelets that he made with his number on it, but she declined the meetup. Like everybody loves Taylor Swift. That's kind of her thing. The the Travis Kelsey one is fascinating because I feel like he definitely was like, This is gonna be such a smooth move. Yep. I have a friendship friendship bracelet. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet her and then I'm gonna give her my friendship bracelet. And it's gonna have my phone number on it. And she was just like, nah. nah. But he did say, apparently, this might have just been him trying to make himself feel better about it. But he did say that she doesn't do that before. She has three hours of songs to sing yeah. and needs to save her voice. She doesn't do any meat before, which is fine. Which also, it might That's be fair. just to make him feel uh, better. About no, you, you get in the zone. I, I, I've i seen no, it. Like I, I know. But yeah. it's just a, yeah. a great situation. It's a hilarious I, uh, situation. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna hop in Alex's suitcase that nobody takes <laughs> my to a clear concert. Bag. Nobody my clear takes bag. a suitcase to a concert. <laughs> I'm gonna hop in her clear bag. I have a clear backpack. We'll see if you can fit. <laughs> this is big. Great. This is great. I know. It's gonna be so good. It's on a Monday too, so it's gonna be after one of our shows. So I'm just gonna keep rubbing it in all the way up until I go. Okay, we got one more things that make you go. Hmm? <laughs> Kodai Senga's favorite pizza topping is corn. <laughs> I love every second of this. The Mets were doing a video where, you know, like a TikTok video yeah. where it's like a carousel of everybody has the one question. They were asking everybody their favorite pizza topping. You had everybody coming through saying pepperoni. Then you had a couple of Italians on the team saying, I love a good margarita pizza with yeah. mozzarella uh -huh. and all that stuff. And then... And then you got Kodai Senga coming through and he just goes, corn. And I was like, wait a second, corn? Yep. And that was pretty much it. And he just put the mic down and went on about his business. Yep. You got to love the guy. Oh, I don't, I don't think, uh, maybe like a, um, I don't know if I've ever a barbecue chicken pizza that's had some corn on it. Like, I feel like that might be the only time I've ever had corn on a pizza. Who's putting barbecue? I don't know. I'm trying putting, to think of when I would ever have corn, corn on a pizza. on a barbecue chicken pizza? Well, like a barbecue chicken salad sometimes has corn in it. Because it's so a like, salad. Maybe it's on a pizza. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help the guy out here. Okay. I love the guy. And I love this out. answer. I, I mean, there's no wrong answer. It's, it's just great. Like, it's great. It's great. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we ha that was the last one. Yeah, that was the last one. So many. They. This was a great one. What? This is the great week. Things I know. That make you go. So many things that make the you Votto go. The Votto interview, all time. Legendary. Le yeah. That that is a legendary interview. Yeah. Please get into media when you're done playing baseball, Joey Votto. When you're done being a bus driver. When. 
It's his dream. <laughs> Do you not want I him wanted, to accomplish his I wanted, dream? I wanted to hear it maybe for like a summer. Like go on a summer tour and like be a bus driver. All right. Well, guess what? He's coming to LA. That's our tale of the tape. Not like coming, like they're coming to play LA this weekend. Our tale of the tape I this know what weekend. You meant. Thank okay, you for cool, cool. Really cool, cool, cool. clarifying. I think I, I everybody knew sure what you I'm meant. Like, there. This is not a trade. We're in the midst of like trade news. So I didn't want to like accidentally, you know, make someone think something else. Okay. So our tale of the tape is Reds at Dodgers this weekend. Yep. Uh, good, fun series. This is going to be fun. Fun series. Dodgers in first in the division. Reds, very surprising team. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be I'm I'm excited to see Ellie on a big stage yeah. out here in LA. It'll be fun. Yeah, I, I know a lot of Dodger fans who had these tickets far in advance and now are like so pumped to go because Ellie De La Cruz is Wait, just you know a lot of Dodgers fans that had Reds Dodgers they had, tickets they just far had in advance. They just had these. Well, they have like season like they have season t- <laughs> <laughs> And they're all coming up to me like, damn, Reds are in ticket. town this weekend. It's going to be great. I'm so excited now. Now I can't wait to go this okay, weekend. That makes a lot that more situation. sense. That yeah. situation. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thought, all right. Okay. We're going to go through. We're going to give which offense, defense, managers, starters, and bullpen. We think which team will have the advantage this weekend. So let's get started with offense. Ben, who you got? Uh, I have the Dodgers offense. Mm-hmm. Mookie and Freddie. Yep. They're on the Dodgers and they're not on the Reds. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah, I'm also taking the Dodgers. Um, I'll back that up a little bit more with some stats because, yes, I also had the names of Mookie and uh, Freddie. But they're top three in the league in almost every offensive category. Their runs per game, their second Major League Baseball, second in home runs, tied for second in extra base hits, their first in walks, and third in slugging and um, opiate. Oh, Oh my God, you guys, this is where my like dyslexia really yeah, Alex comes is out. Dyslexic. I'm really, this might be. So OBP, OPS, <laughs> really all that really gets to her. <laughs> Do you see me struggle every yeah, time? I, I'm actually really interested though in what they are in third on. So please Both try. of them. Both. 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 Can you tell me what, can you name them again? Yes. <laughs> you can do this. OBP and OPS. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good work. It's like my heart starts racing every time. I know what it is, but my eyes don't want to see it. That's dyslexia for you. Yay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to defense. Who you got? Uh, I went Dodgers defense, not because it's a great defense, but they have Mookie. Yep. Mookie's great. And they have some they have some good defenders out there. Freddie's also good at first. Um, and the Reds defense just not great. So I went Dodgers. I kind of like went back and forth on this one for a bit, but I ended up settling on the Dodgers. Their numbers are very close. Yeah. With stats. They're tied for the same fielding percentage. Reds have fewer errors committed. Um the advanced stats could kind of made me pick. The Dodgers a little more. Ooh. They have the eighth best run save by fielding range, and the Reds are twenty sixth best. And then, Wait, the, can you say that? The who's twenty sixth best? Reds. The Reds are 26th Reds, best. and a Dodgers are eighth best. Oh, yeah. So okay. that was kind of the big difference right there. I mean, the Reds have a better defensive rating, but not by much. They're seventeenth best. Dodgers are twenty third best. But it was kind of the yeah that that yeah. was a yeah. It's close. My only thing was, I I don't think either of these defenses are great. Yeah. 
Well, they're not. They're yeah. So then Average. having a guy like Mookie swayed my decision. Yeah. You can play him at shortstop. You can play him at Anywhere. second. You can play him in right. You can play him in center. Anywhere. You can play him wherever you want. Oh. So I went Dodgers. I just thought of like green green eggs and ham when you were saying that. You can eat them in a car. You can even a bar. You can. Okay, we're just gonna keep going. Let's move on to managers. Is that past your time? No, I know. I know. Okay. I know. All right, managers, who you got? Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, thank you. I almost said Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle? Is it past your time over there? Good. Okay, managers. Uh, manager, I went with Dave Roberts. World Series champ. Yep. Mm, yeah. It just, yeah, I know that I know that was really hard for you. No, it wasn't. I you know, it just he's he's proven he's taken a, a very good team to the playoffs every year as they should. But mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not, I would have liked to, whatever. Yeah, Dodgers. I also took Dave Roberts and the Dodgers, as you mentioned, World Series champ. They've been first in the NOS six of his seven years out here in LA, and they're one of the more dominant regular season teams. Yes, they could be a little better in the postseason, only having one World Series ring to show for it when you've been the best regular season team. But taking Dave Roberts, let's move on to starters. Who you got? Uh, starters, I'm also going Dodgers. And I, I think my answer would, my answer would be different if Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo were healthy. And then you had a rotation of Lodolo, Green, Andrew Abbott, but they do not right now. And their rotation leaves a lot to the imagination on what could you possibly get at the trade deadline? Yeah. As of right now, it's nothing and they, they need arms. So, uh, I, I don't love the Dodgers rotation either by any means. Julio looks to be pitching better. Tony Gonsolin got lit up the other night. Uh, there are big question marks. Neither of them are pitching this series. Yeah, why don't you just tell okay. us the matchups? So I, uh, I also took the Dodgers. Um, little bit of a toss-up on a couple of these, but I'm oh, going to pick the we home have a lot team. Of bad pitching That's right, we do. Okay, so on Friday, uh, Brandon Williamson and Bobby Miller. Taking Bobby Miller, okay. right? What yeah, do you Bobby Miller. Okay, Saturday, Luke Weaver, Emmett Sheehan. You taken? Can you say it again? I didn't hear you. Um, Luke Weaver. Okay. Emmett Sheehan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, toss up. Okay, that's a toss up. And then Sunday, Graham Ashcraft and Michael Grove. Who you taking? Give me Graham Ashcraft. Okay. So yeah, that was. I, I took. It just, yeah, it's a toss I mean, up, but it's at home, yeah. so went Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. On to the bullpen. Uh, bullpen, I went Reds because I really like Alexis Diaz mm -hmm. in the back end of that bullpen, and the Dodgers bullpen is a nightmare. Yep. The Reds bullpen has a lot of – they have issues, but they a closer is not one of them. No. I, I think Diaz is – there's an argument for him being a, a top – there's an argument for him being the best closer in baseball right now, but he's definitely top three in baseball. So uh, I went Reds. I also went Reds. Um same reason for Diaz, but their numbers are better. They have a better ERA, tied for most saves in Major League Baseball, and they're fifth in Major League Baseball in inherited runners scored percentage, also better than the Dodgers. So there you have it. I'm going to take Dodgers to win. Yeah, I'm going to take Dodgers. Okay. So then we're. Yeah, we're all even, though. We're all year. even. Uh, all right. But I do think it'll be fun. The, the Reds also have Ellie De La Cruz, and the Dodgers do not. So there's always that as well. Maybe Ellie can take over the game. But that does it for our tale of the tape. Alex, yep. we just got a trade. Yes, we did. Carlos Santana is off to the Brew Crew. 
Milwaukee Brewers pick up a new bat. I like. Do that. you like this? I just. I. I'm just. I'm just now thinking through this in okay. my head. Immediate reaction is, I like it. Big enough splash. No, they need. They yeah. need. They need more. I would still like to see them. Yesterday we did our trade deadline predictions. Yep. I had Jamer Candelario going to the Brewers as well. I would still really like to see that. And if that happens, I like it. Then they're in biz. But yeah, I like this. This is good. A guy that can play us in first base can DH for you some. They just need they just need offense. They needed more offense. Yeah. And this is a this is a good pickup. Especially when you have the Reds right on your tail with one of the most exciting young players in the game right now who's just blasting hits. Yes. Yeah, you, you need some offense So for the Brewers. Uh, in case when I told you earlier, you were wondering, I wonder what time of the day they record <laughs> on Thursday for Friday's episode. Now you know, the trade just <laughs> happened. Carlos Santana to the Brew Crew. And again, this is the end of this episode. If anything happens between now and you hearing this episode on Friday. Don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at us. We will talk about it come Monday and then come Tuesday. And then the live episode that Alex mentioned, live trade deadline episode on Tuesday, right at the deadline, 2.45 Pacific, 5.45 Eastern time. We'll talk all the trades, the big winners, the big losers, and that'll come out after and be out Wednesday as well. So that'll be a blast. But is that it? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's going to be a good weekend. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay by your phone. Stay on Twitter. Stay on X, whatever you want to call it. Or just get updates from Ben because he'll be blasting you all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. You heard it here first. I will be blasting you all weekend. And that does it for this Friday episode. I'm flipping bats. Please show Alex right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That does it for this Friday episode. Have fun getting blasted, everybody. This is going to be a blast of a weekend. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at flipping bats pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening to this Friday episode. Until tomorrow, my friends, we got Saturday with Smoltz coming up tomorrow. This has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.